Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. We are a church with a mission of inspiring ordinary people to live extraordinary lives for Christ. It really doesn't matter who you are, what you have done, or how you choose to worship. You belong here. We pray that this week's sermon blesses you and that you feel God's presence through it today. Several weeks ago, Pastor Josh talked to us about how we are called to sow seeds. And we've just wrapped up a sermon series learning about how we don't need to be perfect to be followers of Jesus. And after that sermon in this most recent series, I began thinking about what kind of seeds I'm sowing and who in my life took time to sow seeds in me and just how I ended up to be where I am today. So I went down that rabbit hole of trying to remember my earliest feelings of God tugging at my heart to listen, obey, and follow. And I can remember my confirmation, I remember lots of Sunday school, and I can even recall a few sermons from pastors we had growing up. And of course, I remember my parents and my grandparents really instilling the importance of faith and the love of God in me. But the first time I really remember opening my heart and allowing myself to listen to God happened because we had two people who chose to lead a children's choir in our church. I want to take you back to that first time I remember opening my heart and allowing myself to listen to God. So back to children's choir. I don't recall a ton of things we learned during, during children's choir. I mean, there was Jesus Loves Me and Father Abraham and Deep and Wide and a whole host of other songs that many of us could probably sing together if we tried. However, I do remember one specific time we were learning a hymn called Here I Am, Lord. And one of the leaders took the time to talk to us about why the words in these verses were so important and what it means to call out to the Lord, here I am. Now, if you aren't familiar with this hymn or maybe you need a little refresher, this is a hymn of transformation. God melts hearts of stone with love. He turns darkness into light and nourishes the weak and the lame. And throughout the hymn, we hear the echoes of Isaiah 6-8, when the Lord, our God, is asking, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah calls out, here am I, send me. Now in this small moment, these two volunteers leading the children's choir changed my life by simply taking the time to teach a hymn and tell us what the words meant and why they were important. Because for me, what happened in that moment, that seemingly insignificant moment that the leaders probably didn't think twice about, they were just trying to fill up that time, right? <laughs> but the impact these simple words had was that I decided to begin and end my days with those words. Here I am, Lord. 
I will go where you lead me. And I never really told anyone about it because if you knew me as a child, (laughs) you know. There was no way I was going to tell someone what I was praying about each day. I was painfully shy, like the kind of shy that tries to just disappear in the shadows of an older sister and a younger brother. That's who I was. But because of God, I'm here today. And those words, that prayer, it became my own and it still is. I mean, I keep trying to say no, but here I am. (laughs) It just really took some time before I let go of what I had planned. Because I always had a plan. Okay, but that's just it. It was my plan. Even though I was telling God that I would go where I was led, the truth is I wasn't willing to explore the possibility that my plan may not actually be what God's plan was for me. And I wasn't confident that God's plan was better than my own. I mean, even when I stepped into this role, I was pretty sure that God made a mistake. Uh, But I'm still working on confidently accepting God's call. But what these words, here I am, remind me of daily is that we're all called to do extraordinary things in this life. We all need that little nudge sometimes to step confidently into what the Lord is calling us to do. We need that little nudge to listen and to open up our hearts. Truth is, we all have times that we just don't want to listen. We don't want to follow where we're being led because that work is exhausting, no matter what it is. And lots of times it feels easier just to ignore that kingdom work we're being called to do. But then you get stuck wrestling with the what-ifs, the coulda, woulda, shouldas. And sometimes we're even left wondering, who's waiting on me to do something? Because someone is waiting. I can promise you that. And when I start to doubt myself or feel discouraged, like many, I turn to the Bible to look for guidance or examples of ways the Lord might walk me through. So I was thinking about Who confidently said yes to God in the Bible? And one person that came to mind is Deborah. And now Deborah, she's interesting, right? Because here we have this woman in the Old Testament who's a judge. And we could really dissect that into a study of its own because we know that women were not typically holding positions of authority, right? But what I love about Deborah is that she didn't hesitate She was obedient, courageous. She stands true to what the Lord tells her to do. Deborah is wise. We read that she sits under the palms of Deborah making judgments for the people of Israel. She's even described as the mother of Israel, which to me speaks that she loves the people. She desires good for them and holds hope for them just like a mother would. And Deborah, she was confident in her ability to discern the word of God. And she knew exactly when to tell Barak to lead an army to take down Sisera. We come to this place in Judges where the Israelites are crying out for the Lord's help. They've been oppressed for the last 20 years. 
And Judges 4, 6 says, She, meaning Deborah, sent and summoned Barak, son of Abinoam, from Kedesh and Naphtali, and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, go take position at Mount Tabor, bringing 10,000 from the tribe of Naphtali and the tribe of Zebulun. I will draw out Sisera, the general of Jabin's army, to meet you by the Wadi Kishon with his chariots and his troops, and I will give him into your hand. And this was Barak's response to Deborah, who, by the way, was telling him what God is asking him to do. Barak says to her, if you will go with me, I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. And I find this fascinating because it just doesn't line up with how the Old Testament worked. I mean, asking a woman to go into battle doesn't seem like it's something that would have taken place. And why is Barak, who is a general, saying he won't go without her? But even more surprising to me is Deborah's reply. In Judges 4.9, and she said, I will surely go with you. And I want you to notice that there was no hesitation before. There was no, oh, Deborah had to think about it. I will surely go with you. And she continues on, nevertheless, the road on which you are going will not lead to your glory. For the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah got up and went with Barak to Kedesh. Now, the rest of the story is pretty fantastic, and you should definitely refresh and read the ending, but the spoiler alert here is that it ends with 40 years of peace. But for now, just think about what happened in those few verses. In short, Deborah, in all her wisdom and discernment, tells Barak the Lord, has said, it's time to go, bring this army to defeat Sisera. And Barak tells her, I'm not going to do that unless you come with me. To which Deborah doesn't skip a beat and just says, okay, let's go. What would have happened if Deborah said no? What if she was too scared to say yes? And truthfully, that feels a little familiar, right? Because how often are we left feeling like we don't want to do the thing that God is asking us to do? How often do we lack that confidence in ourselves to do what God is calling us to? And how many of us believe that if we only had a little bit of help, it would make the job a lot easier? And the truth is, God doesn't leave us on this path alone, just like he didn't send Barack alone. He doesn't send us alone either. We're often surrounded by people who are sowing seeds and guiding us down our path, and we may not even realize it. But what if you went confidently with God's plan, just like Deborah? I mean, we know the Lord calls ordinary people to do extraordinary things every single day, which is kind of what we're all about here, right? Hopefully you recognize that. You've heard that saying a time or two. But so often we're afraid to step out of our comfort zones and become everything that the Lord has called us to be. And maybe it's due to fear or feeling like you're not in control. Maybe it's something else. 
But I think it's actually a blessing that the Lord doesn't give us that whole plan in advance because most of us would answer with a big old nope. I mean, I know I've told God no many times. It's working out great for me, by the way. (laughs) Because even though I was praying each day, telling God, I'm here, I'll go where you lead me. I wasn't ready to give up on my plan because I was pretty sure that my plan was a a plan that God would want for me. I was afraid to change, afraid to jump in with both feet, afraid of failing. And I believed the lies that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't qualified, and that no one would choose me to do extraordinary things. And maybe you feel that way too. But I want to encourage you not to let your fear get in the way of being obedient to God and being used to do extraordinary things. So today, I want to ask you, who's waiting on you to do something? Who's going to help raise this next generation of disciples? Who's spreading the love of Jesus? And who's confidently choosing to do what God asks? So just think for a moment, how are you showing up for your kids? Are you answering God's call to parent them well and raise them in the church? Are you leading them to this place where they can find support, unconditional love, and spiritual guidance? Because the truth is, you aren't going to be the person that they always come to. And you're not going to be the one they tell everything to. That changes, usually around the fourth grade, that fast. It's a little scary. (laughs) That's when statistics show that peer influence becomes greater than family influence. And that's why it's so important to connect them with others and help them find a peer group that will support them and accept them and encourage them to confidently be themselves. Now, if you look a little further into statistics, statistics, you'll see that 7 out of 10 American adults had some time in their childhood where they attended church regularly. And the majority of those who went to church growing up are still coming to church today. In fact, 61% of those who went to church regularly as a child still come as adults. Are you setting that foundation for your children? And your teens? Are you choosing to grow their faith? Are you choosing to be the person sowing seeds in your kids' life or other kids' lives? And are you someone who is intentionally and confidently showing up? Or are you maybe just sitting around waiting for someone else to raise up this next generation of disciples? Kids don't magically become faith-filled followers of Jesus. Nope. That takes us making those choices each and every day. And then I ask you to think about our church, right? Are you choosing just to sit in your seat on Sunday morning? Or are you willing to be more? 
Are you choosing to sow those seeds to help others to grow the kingdom of God? Or are you choosing to believe that someone else will do that? Because you're too busy, too tired, too old, too young, too whatever, you know, you can fill in the blank with whatever reason you've come up with. But what would happen if your no turned to yes? What seeds would you be sowing for the future? Could your yes turn into something extraordinary that you can't even imagine right now because you're too busy trying to quiet what God may be calling you to do? Or would it be worth it to know that maybe your small yes would help someone else live an extraordinary life? Could your yes be the starting point for someone like me? Someone who heard the words that she would pray over and over and over until God led her exactly where she needed to be. So what is it you're saying no to? What are you trying to ignore? And who's waiting on you to say yes? Who's waiting on you to say, here I am, Lord? Maybe what God is calling you to do feels hard. Maybe it feels impossible. Maybe you're scared. Maybe you're a bit like Barack and you just want someone to go with you. Someone who's confident, wise, brave, someone to lead you on your path. But I say, it's time for you to stand up. Be bold, be courageous, be confident, and do the unique and amazing things God is calling you to do. Wherever the Lord has placed you, whatever that is that you're being called to do, will you accept the challenge? Will you be the light in the darkness for the kingdom of God? Will you encourage others to do it too? Because the truth is you carry the hope this world needs. And that's the hope of Jesus. And it's time to stop hiding and playing small. Because a hopeless world is waiting for you to be obedient, waiting for you to confidently say, here I am, Lord. Let us pray. God, we come to you today, and the truth is we're thankful. We're thankful that you're a God that turns the ordinary into extraordinary. We're thankful that you're a God that doesn't give up on us. And we just ask, Lord, that you open our hearts and help us to hear you. Help us to hear you calling. And God, I would ask that you help us put those doubts away and let us trust that your plan is better than anything we could have come up with on our own. Lord, help us be willing to say, here I am. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon, and we hope you are able to join us next week. To learn more about FCC Great Bend, visit us online at firstchristianchurchgb.com. Again, that's firstchristianchurchgb.com. God bless and have a great week.